I'm sorry. I love your Vince McMahon, like, get into it. I love it. I love it. Welcome, everyone, to episode 56 of Squared Circle Rewind, where we are reviewing, as the promo said, WCW Starcade 1992, with the six taglines, it sounds like. Lethal Lottery, Battle Bowl, and there's got to be four other ones. Welcome, sit down, enjoy, and... Hook them up! Hook them up. (laughs) Hook them up. There you go. I don't know what hook them up means. But before we do that... Let's kick it to Dave for some uh, body language. Body language. Body language. Body language. Kind of love that song. So we all are aware that Brock Lesnar, being the loyal employee that he is, made an appearance this past Saturday, but for the wrong company. Which seemed to be I one of the weakest pushes I think I've ever seen in my life. I'm right? sorry, Brock Lesnar's right. twice the size of, D- of DC, and he didn't knock him on his ass. There really? Was no one in that octagon at that time that was even close to the size of Lesnar. Well, Joe Rogan's trying, but it's not working. <laughs> so, like, this is where we're going to go with balling today. It's going to be an open forum discussion about what did we need to do with this? Because I don't know about YouTube, but I'm frustrated. With the lack of presence of the of the uh, Universal Championship on Raw, there's there's fans in the stands that are actually making signs saying, "I've been to more events than Brock Lesnar." Correct. Now, here's another thing: Braun Strowman wins money in the bank with his ability to cash in. When Brock's never around, maybe maybe he cash in at Brock's house. Yeah, but maybe Nicholas is the champion. Maybe for Mania, what happens he can is, just cash no, in on him. Maybe Braun's gonna wait until January. When Lesnar has cleared the fight, and he'll cash in on Lesnar in the octagon, we can dream, can we? Man, UFC. <laughs> could you could you imagine if that <laughs> actually if happened? Storyline happening. Did, we all said that would be unique. See <laughs> the WWF ref like hop over the the octagon cage to get in to make the pinfall count. Have them hanging from a table. Oh my like, god! Saying we're here live at UFC, we're having a cash in moment. But no, like, it, you know, it, it, it's only wrestling if Data White's in a shark cage. That's exactly. all I can say. I was going to say, like, eventually, <laughs> we knew that the UFC would eventually show signs of WWE's production value and their storyline building because this looked totally scripted. Hey, when Lesnar walked in smiling and then immediately lost his smile and did like a fake push, I'm just like, where is this going? How is this been convinced? We're getting off topic though. What oh. they need to do. <laughs> no, no, because you're saying, what do they need to do about the championship? Yes. What they need to do is, uh, you and I were talking before, they need to create a new championship. Let, nobody's going to tell Brock to get back that title. Nobody in that company is strong enough. This is the best time, <laughs> to, bring back, the best time to bring back the winning championship. Yep. Make a brand new right one. Right now, the Raw brand uh, main event like world championship is a joke. It's nothing serious. There is, you know, Finn Balor hasn't had his, his rematch yet. Hasn't had his one-on-one rematch. Uh, now, another thing I have a concern with this is, as a contracted employee of WWE, you are on a UFC program promoting a future fight with their current champion. How is that professional? Go tell him he can't do it. That, that's exactly it. Brock will do Go it. Go tell Brock he can't do that. At the end of the day, though, that is a, a terrible argument because he's still an employee. Yeah, but they have to enforce After it. After a while, they have to you enforce have to it. get that tail between your legs and learn from the mistakes you made in the past with Brett yeah. and the championship. That is your title. 
Yep. If you want to talk a big game saying you're the big boss and this is your business, and then you have a world championship that is not being defended, not seen on TV, anywhere, not how it shows, how do you make money off of this? I'm going to stop you there, though. I, uh, I want my day's trigger. No, 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 no. Because we've talked too much about current events. Okay. We talk about the past, and I want some facts. I do. We rewind back to our fast forward. Yes, we do. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. Give me some facts, so, so can I go? Yeah, give me some facts. Okay, well, I deleted my beneficial facts. <laughs> so it's now time for your beneficial facts. There you go. Okay. Trust me, it's going to be worth it. Okay, let, let it rip. Starkey in 1992 took place at the Omni in Atlanta, GA. Bad Street, Atlanta, GA. On December 28th in front of 8,000 fans. Now, just for the general Om information purposes, the Omni does hold from between... 15,500 to 16,000 fans for That's events crazy. such as wrestling. Therefore, this is a monumental fail, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Like, for Starcade, can you not? It's just supposed to be there. Like, I mean, WWE, yes, gave away tickets for WrestleMania in Indianapolis. Can you not sell tickets for 10 bucks a pop and at least make it seem... like It's like the matches. If the building's half empty... Why should people care about your product? If it's sold out, you're giving the incentive, oh, it's sold out, it must be it must be something cool. But if it's half if it's half empty, who cares? No. Nope. You know? Anyways. Ron Simmons, the WCW champion, was originally supposed to have defended his title against US champion Ravishing Rick Rude. Rude, however, was injured in the weeks prior to the event and was replaced. By Dr. Death Steve Williams. Oh, God, please, no! 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 So therefore... Thank, thank you, Michael Scott. So that, that was, was wonderful. Doctor, so Dr. Death Steve Williams is now facing Ron Simmons for the WCW Championship. And you know what that means. Dr. Death was from Oklahoma. Ron Simmons is from Florida State. <laughs> Oh, for God's sake, stop talking about football already! Stop it! <laughs> and so, this is my favorite part of the podcast, is just listening to his sound effects. That's my favorite part. So this event uh, also held the finals of the King of Cable Tournament, an eight-man tournament to celebrate the 20th anniversary of wrestling being aired on TBS Superstation. That makes sense. You know, having the King of Cable final on, on a, a pay-per-view. Pay yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, anyways. Goddamn WCW. And finally, the Lethal Lottery is, <laughs> as, is as follows. Competitors are drawn at random selection. Air to Random. random selection to team together in a tag team match, which the winning team would move on to the Battle Bowl Battle Royal later on in the evening with the winner taking home a beautiful, shiny championship ring. And commentary is done by Jesse the Body Ventura and Jim Ross. It seems like you had so much time in hand with this paper before sound. I put this, I put this together in <laughs> 20 excited. minutes. Yeah, for this. I love it. Dave. I love it. Let's go to the let's go to the first of the what are they what is this part called? The lethal lottery? This is the lethal lottery, yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, so there's phases. There's phases. phases. There's lethal well, lottery. That's why there's so many taglines. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Phase, phase one goes one. to phase two to phase three. Yeah. 
And Which by, is by title you're phase just, four. You're phased out. You're just like, I'm done. <laughs> I want phase five. When does Eric Bischoff arrive? Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's do this. Johnny B. Bad and Cactus Jack taking on Dangerous Dan Spivey and Heavy Metal Van Hammer. You know how WWF, <laughs> he says, we want to start off this pay-per-view good. So they said like... like the Rockers against the Orient Express? Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, they started with, like, with a bang. WCW's like, I see your good opening match and I counter you with Van Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Eric Bischoff really did do the opposite of what WWE did oh, back in the day. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Well, it's not Bischoff yet. It's still it's still Bill Watts at this time. Okay, well, he must have been taking notes to go forward with Nitro. No, that's true. One, yeah. I wonder. Um, did you love how Van Hammer spiked himself on a on a Hurricane Run? What was that? Was that a reverse inverted 360 leg DDT? Like, what? <laughs> What was that? I don't know. I think it was supposed to be a Hurricane Rana, but it turned out to be what you just said. I'm not even going to repeat it. Because well, my my I notes. Can't. My only notes I have is if Van Hammer has the strongest arm in WCW, why does he throw the weakest punch? I thought that's a fair question. Yes, uh, good for they. They had an arm wrestling thing. Yeah, Van. Ha- yeah, right? uh, Jesse the Body uh, arm wrestling tournament they had on WCW Power Hour. Yeah, and Van Hammer won. See, something like that. They should actually call it the Sylvester Stallone over-the-top invitational. But it was tainted. Rick Rude wasn't in the tournament. No. So. Um, uh, yes, and to follow up, uh, yeah, good for you, Van Hammer. Spike your own head during a Frankensteiner. I'm calling it a Frankensteiner because if I call it a Huracarada, like Scott Steiner will literally bang through my door and give me a Frankensteiner where I sit. That's so true. I'm, I'm fearful of Scott Steiner. Well, he did it the other day at a TNA event in a oh, tag team match. He's 50-something years old and doing a top rope or Sorry, top rope Frankensteiner. Yeah, calm down there, Ben. Okay, sorry, Jeez. my bad. And Van Hammer gets upset because Dangerous Dan is trying to help his team win. Yeah, but he's trying to, he's trying to help him win by being dirty. And you Van Hammer is a clean man. Well, I'm sure he, yeah, I'll bet, says who. I don't know. Uh, Van Hammer God, really awful. annoys me. Oh, really? Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, go, go, go. I'm going to go to the finish. Just go to the finish. So Johnny B. Bad tries to break up a pin as Cactus Jack is pinning um, Van Hammer, and then Bad accidentally hits Cactus Jack. Jack gets up and hits Johnny B. Bad, and then Johnny B. Bad punches Jack with the worst left jab I've ever seen in my life. And then Jack gets rolled up by Van Hammer. One, two, three. So Van Hammer and Dan Spivey are through. Uh, Johnny B. Bad costs himself and his team the match because he makes the mistake. Yes. And if I was Cactus Jack, I would I would slash his tires. Okay. That's quite aggressive. What's what's yeah, our consensus? Like Kurt Underwood. Before he cheats. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's our consensus? Yeah, it's just for you, Van Hammer. I know you're listening. And Let's they, go to match two. The booze keep on coming. <laughs> Big Van Vader and Dustin Rhodes versus Kensuke Sasaki and the Barbarian. Oh, boy. Wow. Um, this, again, was just a cluster of a match. I kind of like Barbarian and Vader's power exchange for the yeah. first like 15 seconds. And then it's like, okay, guys, uh, 10 minutes of this is enough. 
guys, you can it's stop now. It's 1992, not 1982. Do and two get really tired and winded and very slow in their exchanges and, with each other really suffer. And you're thinking in your head, you're like, okay, so Vader's got a second match here and he's already winded. Yeah. Oh, this is this is gonna this is gonna go well. Battle Bowl's gonna be phenomenal. Oh my good god. I didn't you know this match was meh. Yeah. I, I didn't have any notes from it because I was bored, to be quite honest. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go into the finish. Uh, yeah. Unless you got yeah. anything no, else. No, no, no. I nope, this, said everything I need to say. This, this felt like a throwaway lethal lottery match that we need to get two more guys into that battle bowl. That, that's what it was for. So Rhodes and Sasaki are trading chops, which were brutal. Barbarian tries to hit Rhodes, but he misses. And then Barbarian hits Sasaki. And then Rhodes, gets, Rhodes rolls up Sasaki for the win. So two opening matches, two finishes the exact same. WCW, everybody. I love how WC Vader... freaking W. I do like how Vader goes up and says, Hey, good job. You want us to match? And I love how he just and destroys he him. him. Yeah. Just was... destroys him after. That was phenomenal because, like, like it's... That makes sense. It makes sense. And I love watching Vader destroy people. You know. Uh, in, in fact, Vader... That, Vader gets my knees for doing that. <laughs> okay, but what does the match get? The match gets this. You win some, you lose some. What are you gonna do? That was the highlight of the match. Is Vader destroying Rhodes after? It was. It was the, uh, the aftermatch for sure. Yep. Uh, match number three: Barry Windham and the Great Muta versus Two Cold Scorpio and Flying Brian, tag team champion contenders, locking up before their match. Now this intrigued me because now I'm going. All right, now they got their finger on the pulse of something here, just yep. switching it up, and now yep. I'm actually intrigued. If they made this the first match, well, yeah, that would have been started off with the bang, but instead we get Van Hammer. Yeah, well, um, yeah, yeah, fuck. There's no, I, there's I no did high like, I did like Wyndham's and Pillman's exchange at the beginning. They were, they were like kind of testing each other, and then they got a little pissed off, and they started chopping each other, and then like, wait, wait, like, and they kind of backed off, and they went and tagged the other guys. Like, let's let's not hurt each other. We got we got a match later. We got a match later. So it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's cool. Uh, Two Cold Scorpio is ahead of his time. Highly, highly underrated. Yes. That twisting leg drop he did was freaking awesome. He was a game changer. Like, yeah. I, I actually, I, I would dare say that there's a lot of, like, pro wrestlers in the early 2000s and to now that probably took a lot of his arsenal. Yep. Because he was the only one doing that stuff then. Oh, he was the only one. He, like the 450? Who was doing the 450 besides him back then? So he well, he showed up... Well, been trying to do but he always got on the top rope. That's true. Uh, he showed up at Clash of the Champions just before this as as um, uh, Ron Simmons' surprise partner in a tag match. And nobody knew his name. Like, the announcers didn't know his name. They were just like, this guy... And he was doing his 450 and doing all this crazy stuff, and the fans are popping like crazy, like because they, they've never seen something like that. And he just continued it into this match. And Muda looked amazing too. No, he was so soft, so, uh, sound and solid. Yeah, like well, all know. four guys. This was a fun match to watch. This Wyndham, was really fun. Wyndham's float over suplex should be used in media video media slash video rooms for learning purposes on how to do. Mm-hmm, Mm-hmm. 
Because, yeah. Wendell, what was he, six foot seven? Six, six. Six, six, six somewhere yeah, in there? Yeah. And 200 and what, 70 pounds? Yeah, he's a big dude. And he was smooth. He's smoother than some of the cruiserweights today. And you, you, you watch him and you're like, man, you were, damn, you were good. Yep. You were really good. But going back to the match, did you see uh, Two Cold Scorpio doing a slingshot and he was trying to do like a, a 450, but he, he over-rotated and put his knees into Muda's chest? Yeah. Like that was the only time I was like, oh, okay. Kind of got a little excited there. Um, Muda's moonsault he did was sweet. Would have been even sweeter if he connected on any part of Scorpio's anatomy yeah. though, when he landed it. <laughs> but it looked so pretty. He did. It looked so pretty. Just, I, I thought the purpose, I thought the end game was to hit, hit the guy. Yes. But uh, also when he, it always blows my mind when he when he goes for that moonsault and misses and lands on his feet that he doesn't blow to his knees. That's cool. Every single time. I'm like, how do your knees not get blown out from that? But he's great. It's in his name. It's in his name. So let's, uh, uh, let's go to the finish. Go to the finish. So Barry Windham hits two cold Scorpio with a DDT, and then Windham stops. Well, he doesn't really stop Brian Pillman. Pillman just kind of stands on the outside, and he's like, okay. And Muda hits a very nice moonsault and actually hits him. Yep. This time. Yep. Uh, one, two, three. So Muda and Windham through to the battle ball. Our consensus. Oh, sorry. <laughs> is that is our consensus? Yeah. Sometimes you want to you want applause. Sometimes you get smacked in the face. It happens. It happens to the best That's of us. Put Dave back in place here. That's uh, right. Listeners. That's right. Um. Uh, next match is oh boy, Doctor Death, Steve Williams, and Sting versus Jushin Thunder Liger and Eric Watts. Um, and that's Sting defending Battle Bowl champion, but he wasn't wearing the ring in the, in the match, so I don't nope. know what the heck the deal that was. I would have. Yeah, exactly. I would have brought that foreign object in there all it, day. I, I would have used it like a Abyss used Hulk Hogan's Hall of Fame ring. <laughs> Just charged up. <laughs> yeah, man. Abyss, <laughs> abyssing up? Yeah. Stinger up. That sounds cold as <laughs> it's time to get stung! Uh, uh, it's worse. On a, on a different note, though, uh, Steve Williams, it's okay to sell. I don't care what kind of wrestler you are, it's okay to sell. And he doesn't sell for Jack Squat. Nobody. And, like, I thought he wasn't selling for Eric Watts because he's like, screw you, kid. You're the boss's son. I'm not going to sell for you. But then Liger gets in there. And he doesn't, he doesn't sell for him either. And I'm like, well, if you're not going to sell for the guy that's in New Japan with you, who are you going to sell for? You see all those seats full of people? Uh, you mean the half-full arena? That's where he sells. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, he's, got, he's halfway there. Um, my notes are Sting, Liger, and Williams are pretty sound and solid in the match. Uh, watch dropkick is, uh, no uncertain terms, crap. He can't time them. No. He straight up cannot time a dropkick properly. Pretty much. The, Watts awesome. has no business being alongside prime talent like this. He should have been in the indie scene working on his craft at this time. He He's not. Actually, he should have been the indie scene's double A league. It's kind of it's kind of funny. So you watch Dustin Rhodes. Yep. Right? and And he's grown so much as a wrestler. Yep. But Eric Watts, you're watching it and you're like, there's nothing there. You're just there because your 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 daddy's the booker. That's it. 
you know, where Dustin Rhodes actually put time and work into his craft, and you can see. Well, even Barry back. Windham, he was uh, Black Jack exactly. uh, Lanza's son. Yeah. Oh, Lanza, Lanza, yeah. <clears throat> oh man, what a just Eric Watts, your junk. Go to the finish. All right, done. So Eric Watts goes for a crossbody, but like it was a weird crossbody. Like it wasn't like a typical crossbody. Like he kind of. I don't even remember that. So it's like a crossbody. You're gonna be going perpendicular, right? And then whatever, right? But he kind of didn't. He was kind of going for a half Luthez with a half crossbody. So he's like stuck in the middle, and Steve Williams caught him, which is impressive because Eric Watts is a big dude. He is. Pretty tall. He, and then he just walked them back and hot shotted them on the top rope, and it looked absolutely brutal. Like and good brutal? Or like no, it looked like he killed him. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Williams pins him one, two, three. So we got Sting and Steve Williams on to the final. And Jushin Liger did not even get into the ring to oh. help. Like, I don't know if he was, like, even supposed to try, because Sting was in the ring waiting, and Liger was like, yes, Well, Barrett Watts is my pro- partner. Uh, yeah. So what's our consensus on this? Most of the work until Eric Watts got in the ring. Stupid Eric Watts. So we got Van Hammer, we got Jim Duggan, we got Eric Watts. As uh, you know, we got a lot of competition for the worst of the worst performer. We have to come up with. We got to come up with a name for WC. We have to come up with one for WCW and one for WWE. How's that? Jim Van Watts Award. The Jim Van. Jim Van Watts Award. Award. Yeah. Award. I feel like I think it's like a fourth name award. No. No. How about the Hacksaw Hammer? The Hammer Hacksaw Watch. Legacy Award. <laughs> the Toolbox Award, because they all, they're basically like tools. Hammer. <laughs> tools. That's good. Watch is electrical. The Toolbox. The Toolbox. The toolbox. All right, we're going to oh, call it the Toolbox. Oh, oh, oh. That's the newest. Uh, that's the newest. Uh, Hashtag. Dave's not watching <laughs> the, the pay-per-views, but he's still contributing. I am. All, all right, right, let's go to the next match. Is for the NWA World Championship. Little side note: it's the first time that two Japanese wrestlers are fighting for the NWA title on American soil. I, I thought that I'm a historian. I like little facts like that. I thought that was kind of cool. And you know what I say to that? Wah wah. That's for Jesse. <laughs> Sorry. Who cares? I. Uh, but go, tell us about the, the Masahiro Masahiro Chono, who is the champ, taking on the great Muta. Uh, pretty sure we just saw Muta, did we not? Two uh, like two a match matches, ago. Yeah, like he had one match to rest. He comes out and he does like his face paints all like come off already, and I'm just like, oh, okay. I've actually never seen Muta without face paint. This is weird. Um, also, like Jap- he looks like a Japanese wrestler. Who would have? Who would have thought? Who knew? Um, so, Rick Rude faces Chono at Halloween Havoc. We need to have two refs, this convoluted storyline with the refs, but we have two Japanese wrestlers and there's only one ref. And it's a WCW ref, it's not even an NWA ref. That don't make sense. Um, yeah. I, I never picked up on that with the ref thing. I love wrestling so much, but wrestling is dumb sometimes. It is so dumb. Like, how do you explain this to a non-wrestling I'm offended. Ref? Like, how do you explain this to a non-wrestling fan? So, why was this going on? Well, you see, they forgot that there was two refs <laughs> a month ago, and they just threw this together, because they're dumb. 
Now sit down and watch this. <laughs> oh my god. That's that's like my big that was my big problem with this match. Also that they went into rest holes like crazy. This was a uh, uh, how did you term it? It was a legit they were trying to do a legit fight. They or? looked it looked like it was um it looked legitimate as like shoot fighters, but at the same time that's not what we're I kind of want to be, you know, a little excited at yeah. the same time. Yeah, it was um, kind of just like, oh, okay. Thanks, Chodo. Like, you just put him in a rest hold for the last six minutes. And, like, I, Jim Ross and Jesse Ventura are trying to sell it. The mood is trying to break out of it. But it's just like, oh, my God. Boring. Yep. Boring. Um, they did good psychology, though, because Chodo's working over Muda's legs so he can slap on the STF. Muda is trying to get out of it. Yeah, the mat wrestling was good. Yeah, it was solid. good. It just wasn't what it was I wanted. A to little see. boring. Yes, it it, it was drawn out. Um, so go to, go to finish. Yeah. So great. Muda goes for a front drop kick and misses, and then Chono slaps on the STF, and Muda struggles for a time, but he just can't get to the ropes, and he taps. Chono retains with, via submission. Good job. That's what happened. Clean finish. Clean yep. finish. Oh, yeah. It was right in the middle of the ring. You like that. So that's nice. Very anti-WCW. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, God. Oh, God. This Jesse's is... triggered! This stupid match. <laughs> tell, tell, tell them about okay. this stupid match. Ron Simmons versus Dr. Death Steve Williams for the WCW Championship. Take two. <laughs> well, first off, that was bad. Andy, <laughs> uh, Simmons is getting the uh, CM Punk treatment before CM Punk was a thing. He's actually getting so? he's getting the Sting treatment. He doesn't main event anything. He's the freaking champion, and he hasn't main evented a pay per view since he got the belt. Well, he doesn't deserve to. He's obviously not the main event. This would be the main event. Daddy, this would be the main event. But Van Hammer gets to be in the main event because that makes sense. Woo! The toolbox makes the main event. <laughs> That's right. Remember the toolbox. Oh, man. And hey, hey, I know you were saying before, but are you ready for some football facts? Are you ready? Because they actually didn't talk too much about football, surprisingly enough, in this match. But they did. They they did not talk about it all that much. No, and I actually kind of. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. But then, because they weren't talking about the football facts, I actually watched the match. And that they didn't wasn't need nice. to talk about the football facts because that it was did nice. it all for you. Because my only notes I have is okay. We get it. You both played football. Lose the football personas. Uh, the football is not helping you with your wrestling work. Um. And, uh, yeah, that's really all I have. The rest is uh, notes I can say after you go over the finish. Well, but, uh, my trigger moment is on Ron Simmons. Okay. If a guy, even as crappy as Steve Williams, works on your knee the entire match, when you blow your comeback, you are supposed to still sell the knee. You don't start running around and doing your, your three-point tackles to his knee and acting like nothing happened. Steve Williams worked on his knee for ten minutes. See, Ron Simmons should have been in the movie Roadhouse. Should have been. Pain don't hurt. Pain don't hurt. Ron Simmons, Florida State, Seminoles, damn. Is that good enough? Yeah, that's pretty close. The damn was pretty much spot on. Yeah, thank you. 
Um, so the finish is both. <laughs> Dave's not enjoying this at all. <laughs> Why aren't you enjoying this? Come yeah, on, we're come on now. This is more entertaining than the pay per view. I'll have you know. Pictures you guys are paying with this matches. I'm glad I'm injured. Oh, whatever. I'm glad. Uh, well, hey, Dave, I'll... listen to this, okay? Okay, so that's what you yeah, got. bro. Anyways, both guys go to the outside, <laughs> and then Ron Simmons does his dumb spot where he does the three-point stance and runs himself into the post, which he does every freaking match. But it's a different post every time, isn't it? It is. It's the so Rick, he's had every one so yeah. far. It's the Ric Flair thing. It's like, eventually stop going up to the top rope, man. You look like a douche. Like, figure it out. Anyways, they both get counted out. So, Simmons retains. But then, after the match, Steve Williams gets all mad because he didn't win the belt. And he goes up top and then jumps off the top rope and hits him with a punch. And then they reverse the decision and DQ Williams for coming off How the top How do you rope. reverse a match that's already over? It's done! What do you... Exactly! And it doesn't change the finish. The title doesn't change. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not, uh, we're not putting any hands together for this. I've changed my... Oh, I, oh. I've changed it. I'm calling an audible. Uh-oh. This is what this match gets. That's right. Here at Squared Circle Rewind, we don't deal with crap like this. Let's go to the next match. I'm done with these guys. But the toilet crap, it kind of goes... That's why we flushed it. That, that's right. that's we, how flushed, we flushed the crap. Okay, we flushed the crap. That's crap. Got it. <laughs> crap is Fire it up, man. Fire it up. Fire it up. Where was I? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> You're fired up. For the WCW Unified Tag Team Championships, are we... Why... What? What's your end game here with your... Um, your Unified titles here? The NWA WCW Tag Team title. What, what's your end game here? Like, why do you... Why are we still doing this? I don't know. And they weren't even separated for that long. They no. Did, they did the separate tournaments, and then Williams and Gordy won the other yeah. ones within a month. Yeah. Well, what the heck was the point? Just cause? And and people go back and watch. The titles look the exact same. They pretty much do. It's like they use like a like like last year's titles, and they still wanted to use them because they hadn't finished payments on them or something. And like, oh, but we made these new titles. What do we do now? Let's unify them because we're still making payments on the old ones. Ha ha ha! Bill Watts, hook them up, bro. <laughs> Damn. Fly and Brian and Barry Windham are taking on Ricky Steamboat and Shane Douglas, the Ooh. unified tag team champions. Douglas looks like a franchise player. Sure does. He yeah. sells like a franchise player, let me he tell does. you. Man, he's... He could teach me a few, a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, <coughs> did you see Pillman get knocked off the uh, apron and hot shot himself on the top of the railing? Yep. Holy like crap. Like, he made it look like he died. Yep. For real. Like, it was just like, oh my god, he's dead. So I guess Shane Douglas, uh, you could say, is not exactly the dean of bumping like that? No. Alright. No. No. Also, um, so they don't put they don't put mats around the ring anymore. Because nope. we're tough now. Yep. Pain and, don't hurt. And uh, so Douglas took two brutal bumps to the outside. And like you could tell he's got like, because it's wood, because it's in a hockey rink. Like, you could see slivers in his freaking leg. It's like, that's nice. That's, that's a great way of protecting your talent. Like, God, guys, what are you doing? It's Bill Watts. Pain don't hurt. Oh, my God. Uh, but Douglas, I, 
I always knew him as the franchise, the heel, that whole thing. I knew cusses every second he, word in his promo. Yeah, I had forgotten how good of a babyface he was and how well he sells. Yeah, like if Steamboat, is, Steamboat is the king of babyface selling. Shane Douglas is almost there. Like he impressed the crap out of me in this match with how he sold. He drew me in. And I was sitting there going, like, I actually said a couple times, like, come on, man, make that hot tag. Make that hot tag. So would you say he was better now than he was as Dynamic Dudes? I would say that, yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Definitely. He was more dynamic now than he was actually being when, called when, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's more dynamic without the dude. 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 Damn! Pretty solid work all the way through, I, I put, I mean, yeah, the selling and the bumping, top-notch. I mean, it's... Steamboat and Douglas. Very good team. I like them. Yep. A very good team together. Yep. I do recommend our listeners to watch watch this one. Watch uh, Ricky Steamboat and Shane Douglas. They're, yeah. they're the only sound tag team. The only drawback from this is that Wyndham and Fly and Brian had a match previous. Yeah. And you could tell they were winning. They suffered. It made them suffer. Right? A they they were the blown match. up a little bit and they kind of the match suffered for it. Uh the finish was pretty cool though. Um Steamboat and Wyndham, or Wyndham was on the outside on the ramp, and Steamboat went flying over the ropes and tackled them, and they're punching each other on the outside. And then Brian Pillman comes off the ropes, and Shane Douglas catches him in a belly-to-belly, like a, almost like a snap belly-to-belly, and hits it one, two, three. Douglas and Steamboat retain. Really cool finish. Really cool finish. Let's go to the co-main event, Daddy. This is not the main event, but this, this was the main event. This would be the main event. This is the king it's of... It's funny that this is still going. Because when I, when I first heard that, you guys both didn't catch him saying that. And then I brought it up, and it stuck. It stuck. Yeah, but then I went back and I actually watched it. <laughs> it's like, like, wow. Oh, yeah, wow. Okay. So, the king of cable tournament final on pay-per-view. <laughs> um, WCW, everybody. WCW. <laughs> Big Van Vader versus Steve. Like, they could at least made this for like a TV title or something. We don't even know who the TV champion well, is. Just... <laughs> right? It's for television. Why make it for television? I watch. I watch all the Clash of Champions. I haven't seen a TV title defended be, in like the, a year. Yeah, like it'd be for the TV King, championship. King of Cable. Wouldn't that be the TV title? You would think. <laughs> oh, WCW! How bad are you? Or is. Is that the champion of Cable? You know, I'm telling you right now, everyone rips on Bischoff for killing WCW. No, it's, it was not. It was a miracle they made it to Bischoff. With the, Bischoff with the saved WCW. Yeah. Oh my god, with their dumb decisions. He did. For a while. Uh, what I did like in this match was the big man, small man psychology. Yeah. You know, with Vader, you know, Sting trying to tire him out. And Vader just being like, please, like, get away from me. You're like a, you're like a fly. Just leave me alone, you know. Um, uh, Vader's just a bad, bad man, that guy. He's a bad, bad man. He's, he's just a scary dude. He's a, is, is he a vicious man because of the V's he constantly makes? I would think so. Well, especially when he comes out with the bandana on his head. That was pretty badass too. Yep. Yeah. He should have wrestled with it. He should have. But he didn't. He just had a mask. Which also looks intimidating. And I like when whenever Sting like, so out there. finally knocks him down or he knocked him to the outside, like Vader looked legit surprised. Yeah. Like he was like, How did how did that happen? How did that happen? Like it was every time something like that happened, it was done so well. And I like Harley Race 
contributing as well, looking surprised as well. The manager needs to sell almost as much as the guy he's managing. You know, that's something Bobby Heenan did really well too. Yeah. Paul he, Heyman. Yeah. They, one of the best. They would they would they would sell with the guy that they're managing and well, it and it adds to the match. If they don't like well, Bobby Heenan also was a manager of Harley Race, too, so they probably made some little side notes. Yeah, probably. Uh, did you see, uh, now this is towards the end of the match, but did you see when Vader went to clothesline Sting? And Vader always does with his clotheslines, he does the he does like a wraparound clothesline. Yeah. Like, it's not like a straight, it's a wraparound. And Harley Race was distracting Sting in the corner, and Vader goes that. to hit Sting, and he looks like he just, like, pops I thought he did Race in the head. And Actually, like, well, he probably did. This Race no-sold it just yeah. to make it look like he wasn't hit. But, no, he got connected. I, I, I'm telling you right now, I'd be dead if Vader, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Race no-sold it. I'd be dead. Because, like, that was crazy. And the two have just such a natural chemistry and rivalry together. I think this rivalry just in the on the list of all time... Like great rivals, I thought this. Was, I thought this was very, very guys, underrated. Uh, and uh, Sting hasn't never got his return match. No, to Vader, and then Vader lost it to Ron Simmons. What is this? Twenty eighteen uh, WWE where Finn Balor doesn't know, get title just, matches. This this rivalry kind of reminds me a little of um, like Hogan and King Kong buddy, except this better. rivalry has a huge shot in the arm. Yeah, well, better With the dynamic better of big man versus little man kind of thing. Um. This is a good match, though. It is. Uh, Any Vader match and Sting match, watch it. Uh, Sting also plays rope-a-dope, tries to tire him out, gets, like, he just blocks. Uh, if anybody, any of you are Muhammad Ali fans, basically, you just sit against the ropes. And this is what he did against George Foreman. George Foreman just laid, into him, like cra- laid into him like crazy until his arms got tired and he couldn't defend himself. And then Muhammad Ali only had to hit him with, like, ten shots and he knocked him out. Uh, so that's what Sting did with Vader. And Vader gets tired and then leads to the finish. Uh, Vader goes up to the top to hit a splash, but Sting gets up. And as Vader jumps off, Sting catches him into a power slap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Dave's looking good. at us in disbelief. And he just, boom, one, two, three, Sting wins the trophy, I believe. For wins the trophy. He's got a ring tonight. He's got a trophy. He's got the world. But he doesn't have the whole world in have his hand. Championship. Whatever, Dave. What's our consensus? <laughs> so should he get a shot at the TV title if he's the king of cable? Should get a shot of both titles. Maybe. Yeah. Even though I had to bring that back. Yeah, he's a, he's a king. I said golf clap, but I you demo- it? I demoted one match and I bumped up. So to make match. it okay. So, so the math is actually the exact same still. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. And now, Let's go to the Battle Bowl. Oh, the Battle Bowl, which is which pits Wait, the Great Muda. It's the main event, Daddy. It is the main event, Daddy, of the main event. Um, <laughs> I need to play Dusty Rhodes theme every time I every time I play that. So, competitors in the Battle Bowl are as follows: the Great Muda, Big Van Vader, Dustin Rhodes, Van Hammer. Dan Spivey, Dangerous Dan Spivey, Sting, Dr. Destiny Williams, and Barry Windham. So Van Hammer and Sting now have to fight in the Battle Bowl even though they just wrestled. Like, good job, guys. Yeah, and you know, you, know what, you know what bothered me the most about it? They sent them to the back to come walk back out. Yeah. What? Why not just leave them there? They don't get entrance music. It's just generic things. They just walk down in a line. 
WCW is so dumb. At I times. did not particularly enjoy this match due to everyone just being gassed. Yes, there was a lot of kind of half 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 yeah I'm, yeah I'm half, half ass effort. <laughs> no no no. Oh, Pahonics, work for me. Um, today, Junior. Yeah, who kid on Pahonics worked for me, and they did. Dyslexia has taken over my brain. Was that your impersonation? Let's get ready to roo 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 Your head's bald, so... Oh, man alive. I gotta get this back on the rails here. The announcers don't know the rules. They changed the rules from last year's Battle Bowl. They did. So last year, the Battle Bowl had two rings because there was 20 men. Now there's only eight, so it's down to one ring. But last year... You could not get eliminated on the side where the ramp was. That was that did not count as an elimination. This year, turns out it does. The announcers didn't know that though, because at one point two guys go over and they're like, "Oh, is he eliminated, or, or are they not counting that?" And then the refs like they they zoom in, the refs are telling them to get out, and they're like, "Oh, I guess the ramp is in play." And I'm like, "Did nobody tell you guys the new rules? Like, what is this?" WCW. Like Why that. do you have Van Hammer and Dan Spivey in this match? Because one's dangerous and the other one's heavy metal. No, the other one's a tool. Wow. It's in the toolbox. That's right. The it's toolbox. Tool <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dangerous, dangerous tool. That that would be a good tag team name right there. The dangerous the tool. Dangerous tools. All right, I'm gonna go to some eliminations unless okay. you want to rant some more. Uh, I just I didn't like okay. the match and uh, <laughs> I mean they did what they. Good, just based on the booking, like uh, uh, it was half ass effort. But I like the half aft. Half aft. Okay, it was half aft effort. Yep. And but I mean, at the same time, it's the booking. They had to. They had to do it. And that's the thing at this time too. Like they're they're the talent, not Van Hammer, <laughs> but they, they have talent, and their booking decisions are the worst. Um. So the first elimination, Van Hammer gets eliminated by Steve Williams. Good. Who cares? Why? Um, why? The fans want more. No, they don't. They don't want more. Actually, the fans aren't big on him anymore. Like, no. he didn't get the cheers he usually gets from the dumb fans. And he didn't do his stupid headbanging. He got rid of his guitar. Maybe somebody clued him in that that's not a heavy metal guitar. Um, Dad Spivey gets... Joke. Yeah, Dad Spivey gets eliminated by Sting. Thank you. Uh, and then Vader and Sting eliminate each other. Sting tries to dive into a crossbody and sends both of them tumbling over the, the top. Fact that Vader can sell that is impressive. Yeah. What what was crazy? Oh, and before before the match, Vader and Sting start brawling on the ramp. They just keep their their rivalry love going. Love it. And Vader throws Sting into the ring, and then Vader runs and jumps over the top rope, like um like like almost like Big yeah. E, like with a shoulder block. Vader's 460 pounds he's doing that. Yep. Ridiculous. Ugh. So they eliminate each other. That's when we find out that the rules have changed. That the ramp is now in play. Surprise, surprise. And then Rhodes and Wyndham are fighting along the ropes. And then Steve Williams goes to hit Rhodes with the clothesline. And Rhodes goes out, but so does Williams. He like he almost It almost looked like he accidentally eliminated himself. Did you think that too? 
Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because like he just had so much momentum, and like it just, it just, and like he went over. It struck and, me as odd when I saw. And he, it. like you could see Williams look around and be like, "Oh, did he land on his feet in the bushwhacker?" <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Uh, and so the final two are Great Muda and Barry Windham, and they try to have a little bit of a match, but they're gassed. You know, Muda had Muda especially. Yeah, they've had three matches. Um, one and each of their second matches were for titles. So they weren't like squashes. Like no. Full, like, yeah, match. full matches, you know. Uh, Barry Windham tries to eliminate Muda. Muda skins the cat and then hits Windham. Not with... an actual cat. No, no. Uh, it's the Shawn Michaels move. Uh, and then. <laughs> and At then this he... point, Steamboat's the only person that does it. And Michaels. Michaels is. Michaels. Steamboat does it, yeah. Uh, and Muda hits Windham with three straight drop kicks to eliminate him. So Muda is your Battle Bowl champion like, of 1992. Wyndham was stumbling back, and then he'd get up and hit him with another one, stumble back, and then the third one sent him over the top rope. So great Muda is your winner of the Precious. The Precious. So Eric Watts the obviously stopped Muda. The Precious. That was Dave. <laughs> that was <it. laughs> So what's our consensus on that uh, main event? Uh, the main event. Then. Wow! It just you can't you can't have these. You, how many of them had three matches here? Uh, like three quarters of them. One, two, three, four, five of them had three matches. Five, oh, five of the eight had five three matches. Eight. Yeah, and the ones that had the lace matches were eliminated basically first. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. So the guys were just gassed. So Van so Hammer is just from. really, really bad, or he's just extra gassed. Yeah. Oh, geez. So, let's go to our scores, Let's shall do we? it. Let's do it. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay, you go first. Since I brought it up. All right. Do you, do you, got, do you got a drum roll? Because I like drum rolls for these yeah, things. I do. I do have a drum Maybe with a little bit of an explosion. Daddy. Have we ever done that? All right, so what do you got? My score for this pay-per-view is 4 out of 10. It was Woo! lackluster, oh to that's say bad. the least. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, less, that's less than okay. That's not a woo. That is lackluster at its best. Lackluster is best. That's almost a yeah, oxymoron. Yeah. Right you, know, you know, we need to come up with a name for the best performer, though. Like, like, uh, like, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. This can't be a knee jerk answer. No, no, no. But I like the toolbox. That's good. The toolbox. (laughs) The toolbox award. So, my tool, the first ever inaugural (laughs) toolbox award for me goes to WCW Booking for this whole conglomeration of crap. It's a schmozzle of crap, I would say. (laughs) And that's what Squared Circle Rewind thinks of crap. We flush it. See, you hear that sound? That sound? That was WCW booking. Daddy. Daddy. Damn! And my best performer actually went to Sting. All well, things considered, him having the three matches, he's still... Uh, he got a ring got and a, a ring. trophy. Got a ring and a trophy. He's just missing a title. That's it. Which he will then challenge for since he's the King of Cable now. I would sure hope so. The te- on television. He's the King of Cable. He's got to be the champ of television pretty soon. Come on. <laughs> okay. Or, so- or maybe he's... Superseded it. Oh, King of Cable, not the champion of television. What do you think, Dave? Oh. <laughs> what would you rather have? 
<laughs> if you had the choice between the champion of television... If you could just remove King of Cable entirely, it's called the television champion. I'm just, like, why did King of Cable become, like, King of the Ring? We all know like WCW. Yeah, uh, so my score was 4 to 10, same as Ben, same thing. Oh. Uh, lackluster. Lackluster. There's a, there a few good matches, but overall it's like, okay... And that happens when you're making your top guys work three times a night. You're gonna you're gonna run into problems. Well, not so only that, it's dangerous. Yes. Because their mental capacity isn't there. They're mentally fatigued. They can't execute these moves that, you know, you're putting your life and body in this guy's hand. If he's too tired to do this and think straight, why are you doing this? Uh, and my toolbox award goes to Van Hammer. Because he spiked him. himself. Yep. A, a Frankenstein slash Hurricanrana, whatever you want to call it, is one of the easiest moves to take. You're just doing a front flip. I, I literally saw that spot. I'm watching it. And I just go, how do what you, the hell are you how doing? How do you spike yourself? How? You know how? Because your green is goose poop and you shouldn't be there. Did he jump? No. Yep. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, he he. Well, he, he left his feet. I don't he, know if he jumped. He almost went for like a. He almost looked like he was trying to dive into a pool. That's the problem. To be to be quite you honest, literally just roll. You're supposed to just roll. It's a front roll. That's all it is. It's not. It's, it's like a snapmare with the legs. Exactly. That's it. You just roll. Uh, and my best performer, which we'll we'll name an award, eventually we'll name this award, but it goes to Shane Douglas. I was very impressed with his babyface selling, okay. and he drew me into that match. So I'm giving him the best. Okay. So yeah, four out of ten. God damn. And that was nineteen ninety two. is over. Nineteen ninety two is over. We're going to ninety three. Bigger Literally, in three days, nineteen ninety two is over. Yeah, bigger and better things. The year we get raw. That's right. That's right. Ah. Uh, also, mm -hmm. just this this is for for my uh, doing because I have the scores of what I did, but I've gone You're through. You're a nerd. Just say it. I'm a nerd. And I've gone through and I've listed who we deemed was the yeah. best company per year. So we started in 1983, WCW. Yeah. 1984 was WCW. 1985 was WWF. 1986 was WCW. 87, WWF. 88, WWF. 89, WCW. 90, WCW. 91, WWF. And for 92, we liked WCW more than WWF. <laughs> and this people did not show that. No, it was definitely the beginning of the years. Too, the beginning of the year. It was Super Brawl and Wrestle War were the two that... that and Beach Blast. And Beach Blast, yeah. yes. Um, so Halloween Havoc did not bring it up. No, no. If anything, it brought it down. Uh, created so Havoc for their mark. We have now reviewed 10 years, 10 years worth of pay-per-views. Now granted, there's not much pay-per-views in these early years. We are not 10 years older. Don't worry. We are not. No. Uh, and WCW had six of the best years compared to four for WWF. And that surprised me. That really did surprise well, me because I thought... Not it, really. Everyone talks about WCW how it was the the like the the shits basically, but it really wasn't. Not really, because I mean, if you think about it, like earlier on the scene of the '80s, it was mostly Hogan and Warrior that were dominating the scene. But at the same time, in WCW, you had Ric Flair, you had Sting, you had Steamboat, Luger. Uh, don't say Luger's name while I'm talking about this point. Yeah, they only had 17 main events in a row. In a row, actually, if you. If you think about it, something I just thought of too, the years that WW, WWF won that year, Steamboat was on their roster. 
It's true, but he really had to think because he was thinking WWE, as he WWE, was yeah. as he was saying it and trying to figure out if Steamboat was there. Oh man, that was good. You can see you can see the gears turning in his head. Uh, I actually saw the hands in the little way in that. Yeah, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm still here. We're working. We're working. He's pulling the choo-choo horn. <laughs> oh man, that's good. That's now, good. In your defense, it's been really hot here in Calgary. Last couple weeks. Oh, man. Get back in there, Frankie. <laughs> yeah, jeez. So follow us. I'm going to say this nice and slow because I butcher it all the time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I will slap Dave. Why is Claudia, so I will. towards me every podcast? Hashtag <laughs> squared circle, circle rewind, rewind YYC. Do you see that? I didn't mess it up. Nope. And... <laughs> I agree with Claudia. I should. What are you going to do? Wow. She said once. That's true. She did. Also, there's no plural. Also, if you were uh, if you were looking for past episodes of uh, of our podcast, big announcement. They are on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, and Anchor. So check out our past episodes on there. Spotify just got released this past week, so that's we're we're very we're very excited. Very you know what that calls for? What does it call for? See, I didn't we're coming you. for you. See, I didn't scare the uh, scare you. That that's true. You, you you slowly built to it, which is nice. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's been episode fifty something. Where are we here? Fifty six. <laughs> there I go messing it up. Uh, you were doing so well. I was doing so well. Tune in on <laughs> Wednesday, July 25th on Facebook Live. We fast forward to our next Rewind, episode See, 57. You never, never screw that up. It's I know. It's like 23 letters or 23 words. It's like perfection. Words you know, or letters? Both. It's comics. It can't both. be both. Anyways. Letters so great words. Tune in on Wednesday, <laughs> July 25th. On Facebook Live, when we fast forward to our next rewind, WWF Royal Rumble 1993. The main event uh, is it the Royal Rumble or is it Bret Hart versus Razor Ramon for the title? Uh, Bret and Razor. Is the Bret Hart versus Razor Ramon? Hey, remember everybody. Thanks for listening. You all come back now. <laughs> <laughs>